What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and we're on Genesis chapter 3, 14 through 19. This is also Trust in Jesus Ministries here to help you grow in trust of the Lord Jesus, because uh, man, ain't nothing better than being able to rely upon the Lord and knowing his character. He's so good. And that's why we're studying Genesis is to help us know him more. And uh, we have got to the curses today. And we're going to see the punishment that God has, but also his grace. He is full of grace and mercy, man. And we'll see it from this chapter, man. Let me, let's just jump on into it. If you haven't read Genesis chapter three, verse 14 through 19, stop the tape, check it out, read it, see what it's about and come back and we'll discuss the four questions. If you've already read it, let's see what it has to say. So what is the scripture saying? What is the author trying to convey to the audience? Well, let's read it. He says, and the Lord God said to the snake. Well, let me go back real quick. We have uh, the last episode we talked about the different um, um, people that God talked to. And then uh, between Adam and Eve and how he confronted them in the garden. And um, uh, Adam blamed the wife and he blamed the woman and God. And then Eve uh, blamed the the serpent, the snake, said she was deceived, though she actually had some culpability when she said that. And so now turning to the snake, God says this, not a question or uh, asking what happened to the snake. No, he just goes straight to punishment. And it says, and the Lord God said to the snake, for what you've done or for this you have done, cursed are you from all the, uh, the, the cattle on the earth and from all of the beasts of the field upon your stomach, you're going to crawl. And he says, in dust you will eat. All the days of your life, enmity I will put between the woman and you. And it says also that enmity will be between her seed and your seed. And he will uh, strike at your, your head and you will strike at his heel. And to the woman, God said, uh, great increase to the pain of bearing children or in childbirth. And it says, and in pain, you will have uh, you will have sons or you will have children. And uh, to the husband or to the man, or I mean, I'm sorry. And he says, in pain, you will have a, um, you will bear children. And it says, and you will desire for your husband and he will rule over you. And to the man, God said, because you listened to the voice of the woman or your wife, and you ate from the tree, which I commanded you saying, do not eat from this tree. Cursed is the ground for your sake. And in pain or in toil, you'll eat from it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles, thorns and thistles will grow up or spring up for you and you will consume it. The, um, the, 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 the herb or the vegetation of the field. And by the sweat of your brow, you will eat bread until you return to the ground. For from it, you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. It says here, first off, we start with a snake. Uh, the curses are, are backwards to the way that God addressed the people first. He addressed Adam as the responsible man, and then Eve as he blamed her, and then the serpent. Now he, he addresses the serpent and says that he will be cursed. 
And so the the idea is that when he's on his belly crawling, eating the dust of the ground, this is humiliation. That he may have been craftier than all of the other beasts, but now he is a humiliated beyond all the beasts as he has to slither on the ground while others walk about. But then the 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 next part is the most uh powerful part is that it says there is going to be an enmity between the woman and between the serpent. There's going to be a, a, a fight, a battle that's going to continue, not only between the woman and the serpent, but between the, the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. This battle is going to continue. But there will be a day when it's done. It's the 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 the. The seed of the woman will strike at the will strike at the serpent, and then the serpent will strike at the at the um, the uh, seed. But this this striking in the way it's presented is that the head of the serpent will be crushed because of the foot, but the foot because the man is standing and can use his foot to crush the head of the serpent, but only the bruise will be or only the heel will be bruised. And so that as they strike against, there is a, a sense, an idea that the, the head crushing, that there will be a head crushing. <laughs> That's what it is. There'll be a head crushing. And Paul says that the same way um, in Romans when he says that uh, the, the people of God, uh, that Satan will be crushed under the people of God. Romans chapter 16, it's, it's such a great verse because it brings us uh, comfort to know that we are going to crush the heads of Satan. And then after that, it goes to the woman. It says uh, that uh, she will increase in pain as she has childbirth. And this is a good thing, though, because what it is is a promise from God that even though they have sinned, even though they have committed this, uh, this trespass, that God allows for their lineage and their progeny to continue. He, he didn't have to do that. He could have stopped with that, the, the, the humanity there and started all over. But he didn't. He allowed the, the woman uh, to give life and to increase um, the humanity so that we are here today because of it. God showed grace to her. And then it says this, though, uh, is that uh, her desire will be for a husband, but he will rule over her. And so it's kind of under, trying to understand the, the word and how it's meant is there's a couple of occurrences in the scripture that uses this word for desire. And it's, I believe it's three times. And so they're trying to wonder what kind of desire this is. And, and what this desire is, 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 is similar or akin to what we're going to talk about in the upcoming chapter with Cain as he uh, has, has, um, slayed or is about to slay his brother because his offering wasn't accepted. And God speaks to Cain and he says that there's this sin desires for you and you must rule over it. And so because these two words are together, we kind of get the idea. It's the same type of desire and the same type of necessary rule. And so what it is, is that there's going to be a contention now between the husband and the wife this desire that uh, the the wife wants to usurp the authority and then the husband dominates in such a, uh, a an oppressive way it's the it's the stress or the the uh, 
the enmity or, or the, the um, impact of a relationship broken between mankind, husband and wife, the family. So first we saw that there was going to be a struggle or a brokenness between the animals and humankind. And then we see that now there is a, a, a brokenness and a struggle in the family, humans against humans. It's, 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 it's tough. But the main thing I think here that, that we see is, is why the relationship between the marriage is so strained. We go from having a loving uh, leadership in which we, as a family, as a husband and wife, rule over creation. And then now it is a, a struggle for that rule. Who gets to power? Who gets to dominate? Who gets to, to be the reigner and the ruler? And then finally, we have the, the last uh, uh, the last words from God to the man. And he says, because you've eaten from the tree and you listen to your uh, the wife. And then it says, um, because he told him not to do it, he restates the command. And I think this is very important, but because he restates the command, it says, this is what I told you not to do. But you did it anyway, making Adam more responsible, uh, giving him a higher um, responsibility for the actions. He says, curses is the ground. So the snake was cursed because of uh, him deceiving the woman. And uh, um, because of his actions towards the woman, the snake was cursed. The woman wasn't cursed and the man wasn't cursed. But the ground was cursed because of Adam. It says, because of you, Adam, the ground is cursed. We have enmity between all of creation now. We have enmity between nature. It says that uh, we'll have to work, work, work that is tough and toilsome and painful. The same word for toil and work that's here is, is the one for childbirth, the pain in childbirth. They both will have toil and stress. And it says that this will happen until the day that he dies. And so that's the next thing that God says that happens is that death occurs because of Adam's sin. That because of Adam, it says to dust, you will return for dust. You were. These are the things that happen, the judgment that occurs when um, man sins. Now we do have grace again because we see that Adam is still able to eat. Adam is still able to cause the ground to bring forth fruit or God actually causes the ground, but he's able to work and teal and make the, uh, the earth produce fruit for him. But it won't be just to chill time like it was going to be in the garden. It's going to be through toil and labor that he has to provide for his family. So what does this say about God? Well, it says that he's just and he's gracious. That means he's righteous and he's merciful. There's punishment and there is grace. We see that the, the, the sin that the man commit, the man uh, uh, commits, it, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't take away the punishment. But there is grace where God gives freely life to them when he could have taken it instantly because he said you will surely die. They do die in time, but God allows them to be able to be the parents of all of mankind. What's this say about man? 
Well, we're in enmity with everything. Like if you ever wonder why there's storms that rage and then there's animals that, that tear apart and there's uh, wars and there's, there's strife between brothers, that's the answer. It's the fall of man. When Adam sinned and took of the tree and then the uh, judgment came down upon them because of their sin. That means the power of sin is over this world. Well, how, how can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I think that uh, we can see in the the verse 14, I believe it's verse 14, or I'm sorry, verse uh, 15, that we can see that uh, there is a promise of hope. And this promise of hope can either, either be uh, one uh, that we as the church will overcome Satan, as it says, the seed of the woman, and then the seed of the serpent, the serpent uh, being a representation of this evil, this deception that seeks to deny and to destroy all things that are godly. And the seed of the woman being the one who are people who are called by God's name and will continue on to have a, a life in him as they worship and seek him. But it can also mean something else. As we see, it says he, singular, will step on the head or strike at the head of the snake. And so we can also see in this what people call a proto-evangelion, which is the first gospel, that this promise that God speaks is that there will be a day when someone will destroy Satan. And this someone is Jesus Christ. And so if you don't know Jesus today, then, man, get to know him because he loves you. He cares for you and he saved you. He has caused you to be a king and an, over, an overcomer. But it's through him alone. We can't do it. So trust that promise. Trust that promise that we have victory and seek peace with all creation. Now that you know, now you know why, let's seek peace. Now that you know why that these things have happened, why we have enmity between each other, seek peace. I thank you guys for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.